When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Waypoint UK podcast. This is episode 14 and coming to you live at the end of June 2017, which gives us all a good chance to reflect on what the year has offered so far, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a whole bunch of slightly better than adequate video games. Some have even been quite good. Um, Of course, I'm not going to sit here and talk about these games alone. That would be boring for everybody involved. So I've invited a couple of guests on, as always. So please welcome Sam Loveridge. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hi. Colin Mahan. For the first time. Yes. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. I've listened to it go, enough go, times. Go on... give, it, give it to me one more time. Colum. Colum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, Good shout. Yeah, there. some people try and swallow their own tongue when they pronounce it. <laughs> I'm... So I'm well impressed with your pronunciation. Going to avoid that as best I can. <laughs> so Colum's on for the first time. Sam, a third time I guest. Know. The... You must like me or something. I do like having you on. It's fun. You, you know about video <laughs> games, which Sometimes, makes me look yeah. better. Because mm. I really I mean, I do. Yeah, of if course you do. If my employers are listening to this, I absolutely do know about video games. Some, and I don't... some would say you are the authority. Uh, well, I mean, I just basically you are the Mike Diver. What Tom Phillips has written on Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah, three words. Uh, I mean, not just Tom. Other people on you. I mean, and and other websites. Mm. I, we I are available. Yeah. 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 Uh, videogamer.com anyway um, why don't you guys quickly for the listeners introduce yourselves Um, Sam where you at what you doing I'm the gaming editor at Fandom hit us up Hit you up. Yeah, there's like wikis and stuff. Oh, and I then see. I thought you were like, and... I thought it was just like some kind of weird like Tinder thing going on over Oh, well, a yeah. Like, like, hit like me up, yo. <laughs> swipe right. Do you swipe Please right? Please do. Please do. Which way is right? Which one's right? Uh, which one's r- right is the, the, the good one. Right is right. The, is the good right. one. Le- right is right. Exactly, yeah. Left, left is bad. left behind. I left like is it. Well done. Yeah. You should work for so marketing it, and Tinder or something. So when it came to like, you know, junior school football team selection, I was a left swipe. Right. Yeah, Aww. for the longest time. That's a shame. Until other people just got bored and found girlfriends and stuff. And then they needed <laughs> people to play. Anyway, um, Colm, you're from, I, I gave it away then slightly, you Video did, Gamer. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, yeah, I'm from videogamer.com. You can read and listen and watch me on there. And watch you. He sings know, and yeah. everything. You do. I sing. Oh, crikey. I Every forgot. now and again I do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm holding the mic here and I feel like I could burst into song at any stage. Rap. If you do, do there, I mean, Vice does have a record label. That's worth very much. <laughs> well, this is However, why I'm here. This is where he gets discovered, guys. This is not the place. 
in the shadow of Viceland, as we are recording in now, this is not necessarily a place for rehearsal. We might annoy some people. They're making TV. Okay, right. We'll, we'll... It, it's like old media, but it's new media. It's very strange here at Viceland. It's exciting. We have television. We understand television. We love television. Yet we also accept television as a dying medium in some ways. <laughs> you know, with our on-demandness of the current mm. modern world that we all like. But I mean, you know, if you have Sky TV in the UK, and let's be honest, who of us doesn't? Of course, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't have it. No. You, you I'm not rich, it. God. No, I know. Fair too expensive, yeah. <laughs> we work Still in video games, Sam. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some games of the year so far. I, I, I wrote down here, what's your take on pineapple on pizza? I'm going to ask you that anyway. You've been talking about pizza before you came in. Pineapple on pizza, yes, no, Sam Leverage. Absolutely, yes. Call my hand. Yeah, 100% okay, fine. Good. That's good. Okay, yeah. fine. I don't, want to, under- I don't want to understand the hues. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... My favourite flavour is just mushroom and pineapple. Mushroom? Simple. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jo- just mushroom and pineapple? Yeah, that's it. It's simple. That feels like it effective. needs something... It, I always think pineapple's good, but it needs something salty with it. Hence the ham and the ham and pineapple. Mm. don't do hams, so... You're a vegetarian. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. Well, a pescatarian, technically. Oh, well, you could put some cod Anchovy? Anchovy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anchovy. I've ever actually had an anchovy on a pizza. I don't think I've ever salty. had an anchovy. It just tastes like a small salty brown lump. Yeah, it's mm. quite tasty, but it's too much for the pineapple, you see. It could overpower it, yeah. couldn't it? Anyway, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is where I want to start because, frankly, and it's a bit unfair to everything that comes after this on the podcast. And we're going to try and rattle through some stuff. I don't want to be talking about any one particular game for more than about five minutes. But Breath of the Wild is, I doubt anything's going to dislodge it from my kind of game of the year equation. I'll just say that right now. Um, even with Super Mario Odyssey even Super Mario Odyssey I, I, I don't think it'll have the same freedom that um, this Zelda offers which is just kind of like yo here's the game what do you want to do like Mario games are not that you know, the world is yeah, not. Yeah, I suppose it's technically open before. world, but it's going to be like pockets of open yeah, world yeah, connected yeah, yeah. by it's a spaceship. It's going to be hubs, right? Thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're going to fly around. But yeah, I mean, Zelda for me is is just I I went into it with the the very sharpest skepticism because I'm an annoying British person, and that's what we carry with us at all times. You know, if you say it's good, clearly it's not very good. I know about video games, <laughs> you know, kind of vibe. And I remember sitting like there for like the first proper session I had with it, and just being enamored from the outset and i heard all the complaints about all oh, the weapons break and it's too hard and boo fucking who just get better at the game you losers i mean like, i was absolutely fine i don't think i died just until deal with it one of the one of the divine beast bosses it was the the water one and as soon as i worked it out i was like well that's fine and i thrashed him but yeah i mean casual Sam, brag casual brag humble brag basically just walk around the map get really strong and then go back and fight them all later when you've got the Master Sword already. Like, I got the Master Sword. Once I realized that there was a Master Sword in the game, I was like, right, that's what I'm going for. So I went to get that. Then I cleared all the bosses out in about three or four hits or something. For me, it's not even about, like, the bosses and the yeah. story. And I love all the capture oh, memory. The story, They're my best the, bits. The story They're is incredibly amazing. small for, like, a 100-hour, 120-hour yeah. game, right? It's like, all I want to do is faff, find some food, make some stuff, have a nice little pony trot around. They're just experience pony trot. Yeah, have you got the big trip. horse? No, I haven't got a big horse. Oh, get the big horse. I've got my original steed. Yeah, I've been very loyal to him. Very loyal. And, he is, and yeah. he is a big horse. I called mine Toby. Toby? Toby the large horse. <laughs> There's a side mission at some point where someone's like, we've seen a big horse somewhere. You find, I think it's in, uh, 
no spoilers. I know you've only just started the game column, so I don't yeah. want to spoil There's a anything. big horse, apparently. There's a big horse <laughs> in the game. And it is Fuck's a sake, Mike, what are you like, doing? Like, Link gets on this horse and it's like, like I don't know. Does he look really tiny like a little ant? the brain on the back <gasps> of Garfield or something, like completely <laughs> ridiculous looking. And but, but this horse is so big, it just like mashes enemies. You just run into a, like a gaggle of bokoblins. I think that's a collective noun for bokoblins, but I might Bokoblin. be wrong. A gaggle, probably a murder. Isn't that a school? A school of bokoblins, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, a, a I like school the word of bizarros <laughs> or whatever they're called yeah and he just mashes them up but you know I, I love Zelda um, Colin and your experiences so far of this new Zelda that you've only just started how yeah I've, I've only just started I'm about oh I don't know four hours in give or take so you've got them you've done those early shrines yes and you've met the old dude who's been like Angry. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Why are you taking princess. my stick? He, yeah, save the princess. Yeah. And, so and why are you stealing my food and sitting <laughs> in my fire? You weirdo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's mine now. And I won't lie. I'm waiting for that life-affirming moment. Mm. Now it hasn't come yet. I'm open to it. Like I don't think it's a moment. I think it's the gradual it's the build up, which might be a kind of interactive Stockholm syndrome. I'm not really sure, <laughs> but um, I think it just collect it just builds and builds and builds and then you find yourself with three or four different strands to follow but unlike certain other games it like it doesn't like really press home the message that you really must do this like, yeah. there are moments of like drama in there in little cutscenes and stuff when some of the characters talk but really it's just like yo your link do what you want mm -hmm. so for me nice. it was like that moment where you just get your little glider thing and jumped off the great play and you just oh, suddenly yeah, yeah, saw yeah. the vastness of hyrule and it was the like, is a big thing okay this is this is bigger than i thought it was going to be and it's bloody beautiful so what's, enjoy what's, well i know i mean I, I said before we came on i'm like deadly envious of anyone who's starting this game now because i know that i can't put it into the bottle again you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the witcher before it like my wife said to me a while ago like when I was playing, I started replaying, I did not replaying, I started playing Breath of the World again with the DLC forthcoming. I was like, I want to just get familiarized again with the controls. So I'd kind of put it down for a few weeks. I did Ganon, I kind of did about 100 hours. And I put in probably about another 20 or so hours since. I found some places that I'd never even found before on the map. Like, why? How, how did I not go there? Like, it's clearly there. There's clearly, here is a big patch of something on the map, but at no point of the game have I gone there. I love that about it. So I just it. went just there. Like, yeah. And it was like, again, I don't want to spoil anything. There was just this whole other amazing thing there that's not part of the story. It's like, oh, hey, you found this. By the way, this is going to take you another 40 minutes or yeah. something. And it's amazing. Were, like, you, were you ever, either of you ever overawed? Like, I don't, as you said at the start, Mike, we won't make it in a, a Zelda podcast. But like, were, we so were, easily could, though. <laughs> oh, I could. Were you ever just, yeah, overwhelmed by the, the breadth of Breath of the Wild? good it was good no it was I good like that. Yeah. i don't i don't think so it never it never feels as i mean the scale of it is awesome but it's very mm. empty like it, what, it, what it like it's not when i say to my wife it's like the ghibli witcher it's like the ghibli witcher with a load of filler taken out not that the witcher was full of filler witcher three days like, it just felt like every time you got on your horse in the witcher three you'd end up seeing something you end up doing something you run into someone who needed your help zelda you, you could roam around for half an hour and not see anyone else mm-hmm like kill a few lizards and stuff but really the game just leaves you to your own devices it's very rare that anyone kind of seems to be put in your path and i quite like that you kind of have to go looking for the adventure if you want it it doesn't land on your doorstep obviously if you find the map is great i was skeptical of the map uh filling yeah, taking in up. ubisoft's tower well i was i was just well. obviously it's got towers in it but also the way it fills up and where you you know 
if you go, because like, I, I was playing it like a lot of us were at the same kind of time as Horizon Zero Dawn, and that map fills in as you explore. Like I've been there, I know what's there, I can come back to yeah. it. Zelda doesn't. Like you don't unlock any of the map for fast travel until you've actually been there and you've been up a tower and oh here's the area. But what that does is un, like, like it doesn't give you markers, but it obviously shows you the terrain, like the topographical topographical layout, and you just look at it and go like, there's something in that little nook. There, I'm sure yeah, there what is. What the hell's that there wiggle down be. in that well, left-hand yeah, exactly, corner? Right? Like, like, why I have to go that? there now. It looks like a really angular structure. There. Like I found something just by looking at the mountains and there was this weird triangular thing and you get there and it's like, oh, dude. And of course, it's all part of a side quest or something. I've just gone straight there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it also understands that like, if you just find something, when you find the person who's got that quest, you don't have to go and find it again. It's like, yo, I've already been there. Mm-hmm. Like and here's a thing that you can. Your have map it. just like, ends oh, up I littered picked... with icons and little symbols that you've left behind. Being like, oh, there's I a cool did, thing yeah, here. Yeah, mine by the way. quickly became full of like you know, uh, little treasure chests. I think they got for anything that was shiny or things or or like the fairy fountains and yeah. stuff. Like, oh, this is ten thousand rupees to unlock. Fuck you, fairy. <laughs> I come back to you. When I got I'm rich. two. Like Bye. the ten thousand rupee fairy fountain. Like, and she's in the desert, man. She's having a laugh. Spoiler, small spoiler. <laughs> like if, you, if, if you're looking for your last fairy fountain and you haven't been to the bottom, the, the southwest of the map, just 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 go there. There's a side quest that actually takes you there anyway. But there you go. You don't have to go there. It's fucking. It's on the map. You can of look course, in the southwest yeah. of the map, and there's a big thing, the obvious thing. <laughs> you're like, why wouldn't you want to go check that out? Mm-hmm. Like, it's quite clearly a thing. But anyway. Um, as with all things, I mean, I mean, I've written down in my notes like what every game got like for its Metacritic average, and Breath of the Wild is ninety-seven out of it. Like, and everyone got so angry that it wasn't ninety-nine marks. or whatever, right? Yeah, people got a bit angsty about it. It was really funny. I was when I was looking, I was looking at some of the Metacritic user comments. People was like, you know, saying worst Zelda ever, zero, and I'm just like, really? Are you, is that like a deliberate troll thing? Like, because I'm playing yeah, this, and I, I, haven't pl- I haven't played every Zelda ever. I played a lot of them. Mm-hmm. This is just, yeah, it doesn't. It's a next level, isn't it? Yeah, it totally is. It, it's next level Zelda, and I'm so pleased that Nintendo, as they've done with a few games, like you know, Splatoon being their multiplayer shooter, mm-hmm. you know, they've looked at open world <laughs> games, commas, yeah. you know, related it back to their new Zelda, and gone right, okay, what can we do? Like we've got Skyrim, we've got these other games, I and mean, they're kind of cool. Let's just make much better version of that, and that's what they did. They've just come out and gone. By the way, we're the daddies of this. Like, don't fuck with us. We're Nintendo. I know we had those few years there where you were like, ha, 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 Nintendo's rubbish. We, you, we poo more like, you know. <laughs> Very good, Mike. Well done. Hey, Enjoyed hey, it, Jim. I'm improvising for a children. Prawl. This is a children's oh my show. God. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they, they just a come lot back and smashed open world. I can't wait to see, like, you know, like, like you mentioned the Mario thing. I can't wait to see what next level Mario yeah. is and stuff. And the and Switch like, is just brilliant as well. Oh, the, the, the Switch has a platform. In terms of hardware coming out this year, I know the Xbox One X is a thing that people are looking Snow. forward to. And, and struggling to see as well it's, it's it's a fiddly one isn't oh it? it's so silly christmas time so little jimmy what do you want xbox one x oh yeah well good we've got you this xbox one s yeah no dad i said that, that shut up, fucking play your console <laughs> yep it's, it's the same but missing yeah, the I, big I, I, I love the switch and i'll tell you what let, well let's talk about another switch game real quick then because like what well, before you two came on i obviously asked you for suggestions and um Sam, you mentioned ARMS. I love ARMS. Favorite. So tell me, tell us a bit about ARMS. I've been playing ARMS. Have you been playing ARMS as well? I reviewed ARMS. There we go. Yay. Yeah, good. We're all what'd you give it? What'd you give it? I gave ARMS a five out of ten. Oh, probably not amongst your favorite games of <laughs> With, the year so far. Then. Why didn't you I, like it? I know. I, 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 I middle of the scale. I think it's okay. That's good. I like I, how a five should be a bang in the middle. Yeah. If, you, if you're into 
Like, if you've got a Switch and you want a fighting game, get ARMS, mm -hmm. I guess, you know. But, but I mean, you, you like it a bit more than... I, yeah, I gave it an that. 8 out of 10, so I'm yeah. a little bit further up the old <laughs> likeable like, scale. I, I like ARMS a lot. What score I, would you it, give them, Mike? <laughs> if, if we awarded scores, I, it would probably be... And bear in mind, I'm very... I'm a bit like video games policy. I'd probably go with a 7. Right. At It'd the moment. It would be closer to me, though. At the moment, which says it's really, really good and a lot of fun. But as time has shown, since it first, since it came out, I haven't gone back to it a great deal, and I haven't put mm -hmm. much time into online play at all. I know people who have, and they've kind of had a few grievances with some of how it's been performing. But as a solo mode and having fun locally, like thrashing your arms around, like I mean, you need two sets of Joy Cons, which is yeah. expensive. Which is expensive. Um, but if you can do that, it's it's great, and I, I love the other modes in it. Like Hoops is my oh favorite my god, Hoops, Hoops is amazing. Like, just make that game. Nintendo, just like, I don't Slamming need Slamming another too, person just, into can, a basketball yeah. hoop is like the best ah, feeling like, in the world. Why didn't, why didn't video gaming get to this point before? It Has there been a game before ARMS where the object of well, the scoring points in basketball is to put the other player through the hoop? I don't I think, think so. <laughs> just Did NBA some, Jam not have a more? Well, I feel <laughs> like it probably like, would have. You know, Jordan versus Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Larry. Just like slams him. Slam <laughs> dunk the, the funk. There you go. Showing your age a bit there. Sam, yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, what, what, what does it about arms for you then, Sam? If, if someone's got a Switch right now, they've got Zelda and they're loving Zelda and they're looking at what else is available, which is, you know, sparse, but it's coming together pretty yeah. well slowly for the Switch. You know, arms is a. Is I don't know whether I recommend it as like the second game you buy on Switch, though. That's the problem. No, you know, the third. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Fourth. After Mario Kart. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yes, well, Mario maybe Kart, arms. Which, which I've put down as a kind of honorary mention here because it is great, but it isn't. But a it is game. an old yeah. game. It's old but new. Mm. But yeah, I like I like arms. It's uh, any form of cheap exercise to me is, is fantastic. <laughs> if it so means I don't it, have to move out of my house. It is boxercise the game, <laughs> yeah. right? When played with motion controls. I mean, have you played it much without the motion controls? No, not at all. Because I have. have and you? I prefer that way of playing. Really? It. That's, that's my kind of main method of playing it as well. Yeah. What? Because I, I Without... find uh, playing just as a normal controller, and I don't think either of them are flawless. Yeah. Like when you play with a controller, you can't really curl your punches and move at the same time. Mm. And oh, I just that's awkward. I, yeah, and I just but you found can do I find dodging a lot easier and blocking a lot easier with the controller. Yes. You find that as well? Yeah, because I, I the. Because blocking with the, I was going to call it Wii, Wiimotes, what are they called? Joy-Cons. Joy Joy-Cons. Yeah. Joy <laughs> um, Sexy. Like blocking is you kind of turn them into you, isn't it? Mm. And you move by... I don't know Parallel. why we're doing, we're all doing hand yeah, actions know, yeah. that none yeah. of you can see. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's perfect for the audio <laughs> medium. But I, I find it a bit finicky as well. But yeah, you play generally with motion controls. Yeah, I just feel like it's a game that rewards perseverance. And like the more you, you get to grip with the way that the Joy-Con controllers move, like the better you are at the game. Mm -hmm. And like we had a, like a tournament thing at work where we just played like all day, which was very stressful. I mean, local, local yeah, multiplayer with the, with the motion controls is how it should yeah. be played like that. Absolutely. But I've been yeah. playing with my mates online as well. And like what really dampens it is the fact that you can't chat to them yet. Like using the actual Switch yeah. and stuff, which really actually ruins... Mm -hmm. And they've got a system for Splatoon, Splatoon too, they, which is not ideal. Well, that headset that's going yeah, into your phone into and into the Switch. Oh God, it's a lot of wires. Nintendo, as much as Nintendo are doing things with hardware right now that I'm loving with the Switch and even like their micro console things at the moment with the NES Mini last year and of course the SNES Mini now. Which is already they sold just, out. Which I pre-ordered one and I've never Me done too. that before. And I feel so <laughs> bad. Smug. But that's a conversation for another time maybe. I don't feel bad. I'm going to get fucking Secret of Mana again. In <laughs> oh, yeah. And Secret of Mana, if you've never played it, is one of the greatest games of all time. Anyway. 
Arms is good. We like arms. Um, Night in the Woods is a game that I have not played at all. I've read a lot about. We covered it on Waypoint. Fairly, I hesitate to say extensively, but you know, there's, there's, there's a fair few different takes on it on the website. Um, you two both put this down as one of your favorite games. Mm-hmm. So one of you, please tell me about Night in the Woods and why anyone should love Night in the Woods. I, it's, I suppose, focusing on the mundanity of life basically <laughs> which is so true we, we, because it's it's this girl who comes back from college to her hometown where the familiar isn't really familiar to her anymore the tone has kind of changed hasn't it and but she's a cat but she's a cat exactly she's a cat her best things. friend is um is a dog isn't it uh yes, there's fox, a fox thing. yeah this is chaos it's yeah, it's a weird game. It is very strange, but it is it really it conveys its message so well and kind of realizes these characters so well that like the fact that uh what's her name? May is the main character. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's a cat is kind of irrelevant really. Yeah, it really doesn't matter what they are or anything. It's just when also she's got this dark past that like slowly unravels mm-hmm. and stuff and it's and some of the weirdest mini games like you have a knife yes, fight where you've yeah. got to poke each other in the knuckles until you bleed and it's that just sounds it's quite it's dark very, yeah it is quite dark but, but i suppose when you look at any cat in real life you know they've seen some shit right yeah <laughs> they've got the eyes you look you look at a cat and it's like where have you been all night Oh, don't don't even tell me about it. <laughs> you don't need to know i see the they've been on, on a night course. in the woods <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing that like what's it called like um Five finger fillet, is it? Is that what oh, with the it? knife, with the knife, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Bishop in aliens. I nearly said alien. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I, I just I really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed the the kind of the adventures that her and her best friend would kind of go on. That would just be like uninteresting, really. Mm. Uh, but I suppose easily relatable. And like what to, kind of game is it for people who haven't seen it? I mean, it's, it's kind of like a it's conversational adventure com- game. Yeah. yeah. It's not, you're not It's very hard to slap a genre on it, actually. No, definitely, definitely yeah. bosses. Like half point and click, half... Mm. It, it, it is a hard game to kind of pin down. Yeah, it's just a um, yeah, kind of adventure game, but... Touches uh, of Telltale sort of conversation stuff. Yeah. Is, there, is there like options for dialogue? Yeah, I don't know how much it affects like the actual story or anything, yeah. but it makes you feel like, you know, you can mould May a bit as a character as you play. And okay. You do kind of fall in love with them mm. a little mm-hmm. bit because I mean, they are I, th- I think the main arc uh, is, it's a little bit weak towards the end. The kind of, um, I, well, I won't go into it because it is me. It is a purely story-based game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, bonus. I think that that kind of falters a little bit towards the end. But like as an entire package, it's really, really good. Mm. That's PC and PlayStation, not Xbox, I don't think. But um, I did, it did don't very well. So. Um, I, I did have a few people tweet in their favorites and someone called, uh, well, I'm going to use their, hat, their handle, Millie. Gribbon. Vanilli. Gribbon. Oh, no. right. Sorry, Millie, if I've got that wrong. <laughs> she says, vanilli. you know, favourite of 2017, so warm and full of heart. So that's a warm. nice recommendation mm. there. Full of heart, <laughs> which is presumably bleeding everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> blood. Um, yeah, it sounds good. I mean, that again scored very well as well. I missed out actually. Um, Bitsocket, who are previous guests, um, they did tweet in about Zelda and just said it's the greatest game ever made. Uh, Breath of the World, so everything else doesn't count. <laughs> so, well done. Those well, boys. End this podcast um, right here. End the podcast right now. But I mean, 
from one game that's quite hard to pin down to um, what remains of Edith Finch, which I, which is totally one of my favorite. Oh games my god, it's the, so good of the year so far. Um, we had a little interview. We've got a very a little interview soon, either soon or it might be up by the time you hear this. It might be coming um, with Ian Dallas, who's the creative director, and he sort of says that you know the the whole game is about exploring spaces that you just don't understand, and that's very much about a game where someone is coming back to somewhere they know. So mm-hmm. it's a bit like May Night in the Woods, but like everything is unknown as well it's like this house but there's loads of stuff locked away and you kind of gradually explore this house as edith but you it's again you can't say too much because of yeah. spoilers um it, it's it, a game it, it's yeah very Sorry, interesting i think uh, uh, yeah and a difficult game to talk about it talk about <laughs> without actually spoiling anything but it, i personally i like the way that it kind of plays with conventions that that genre has kind of set like, I really enjoyed Gone Home. I really enjoyed Firewatch. I like those types of games. But I feel with uh, Edith Finch, the kind of... Like, a lot of those games will aim to make you cry, make you feel like mm. David Cage emotion. Like, will kind of, like, feel emotion, <laughs> cry about it. You will cry. Yeah, whereas... Imagine I've, a David Cage take on Firewatch. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nightmare oh my God. that would have been. Yeah. Everything's on fire all alien. the time. You know that bit in Firewatch, you're like, is, it, is, this, is, is there some supernatural shit happening there? If it was David Cage, it'd have been like, boom, fucking zombies out the ground or <laughs> robots out the woods. Yeah. Fuck subtlety. You know. <laughs> uh, but, but it is... Like, there are parts where... Like, again, I won't go into it, but... The baby part. <gasps> like, I love that bit. Exactly. How could you it's, love that, that, bit. See that When you're in the bath, it's just Those nice, are the two it? right reactions, because those are the reactions I have as well. It's so joyous yeah. and so fucking dark. And the music. It's so dark. Oh, I, oh my God. That bit with the baby. I just I as you as a parent yeah, as well. And just went, went away from the room. Like really heavy <laughs> stuff. I just had to walk away mm. and come back to it later. I think I, I like stopped and, and I did like have, I just had a break. And I had dinner and I went back when the kids were in bed. I was like, oh my God, I can't. It's a very powerful game. It's, yeah. So, right, I mean, even I'm, if it's not to not realistic. spoil anything, like you are seeing, effectively, you're seeing stories of, pre, of, of other members of Edith Finch's family that are all rendered in totally different mechanical ways. Mm-hmm. Like every, so like it looks like you're just walking around a house, like Gone Home, for instance, like you said, but then it will cut to kind of a first person, like, almost like a fighting game there's a bit with the crutch oh yeah the, the comic book bit oh jesus the comic book bit and i forgot about that obviously there's the weird like doing two things like the the guy in the, the guy fish, with the fish factory, factory where you're doing two things at once oh, you're using two like yeah, so that's that like the brothers kind of like trying to yep. separate your brain in two you're seeing a lot of stuff that's kind of a bit like games you've played before and then there's like these tiny bits that you don't really do much at all like the bit on the swing yes the bit with the kite and just like they last minute, like two minutes, three minutes, but they're like, dude, what? That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, really... kite, the kite bit, not so much. To be fair, the swing bit, definitely. It's just a game where every new scene that came up seemed to be more like like, like this more fascinating than the last one for the most part. Like, I'm having a conversation with other people at Waypoint, like, oh, I'm up to this bit. It's pretty good so far, isn't it? I'm like, you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're up to that. Like, have you seen the fish yet? What fish? No, yeah, you yeah, haven't so seen the it, fish. Like, it. It, it, it had the ability to like constantly surprise me. Yeah. What, uh, like, when I would finish one, I would try and guess like what what is the next one going to be, and it just it would always kind of throw a curveball. Mm. Just that was so well crafted, and actually uh, on 
um, what are they called? Giant Sparrow, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought the unfinished one was good. I thought it was very good, actually. I thought that got a bit, bit of a bad rap. out of the water. Yeah, I, went, I actually went back to Unfinished One after Edith Finch. I played it only last summer, I think, uh, Unfinished One. I thought, yeah, to know. And I went back again because there is... There's an Easter egg. There's yeah. a very big uh, unfinished one Easter egg in um, in um, Edith Finch, and with the same kind of re- musical refrain going on and stuff. And I must admit, when I played it again, like that game gets quite dark actually. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the unfinished one, like towards the end, and it gets like not scary, but like you know, you're like, oh, unsettling. Sure mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. So, you, so there's definitely something about that studio to get under your skin. Yeah, but but like Sam says, like the, I don't. If if unfin- it feels like unfinished Swan is like just testing the water for what Edith Finch was, you know, mm-hmm. like because even unfinished Swan kind of changes what it is between each level. Well, it does switch up a bit, doesn't it? Like you, you know, you're, yeah, you're coloring bit, stuff yeah. in, and then you're not. And there's the bit where oh god, you get to the bit where you have to like do geometry basically and like make platforms. That's right. Yeah, you're asking a lot of me here. Remember that? <laughs> Jesus, that's, that was exactly right. It sounds like this isn't fun anymore, guys. But Edith Finch was like, what? Well, it wasn't meant to be fun, but it was. You know, it didn't ever make it it's hard for like you to get there. It's definitely like a one sitting, like emotional roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. It's not Sunday long. Afternoon. Is it like three hours? Yeah, yeah give that. or take. I mean, and I, every I, every uh, kind of sequence, I suppose, um, like they they feel interactive. You feel like you are actually having because sometimes these games can feel a bit passive, yeah. and that you might as well just be watching an episode of Orange's New Black and Netflix yeah. or something like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, each thing, like even the um, the fish one, like, as you said, trying to kind of half your brain yeah. in the brother's style. It's really just interesting kind of ways of messing with the genre. Yeah. I mean, when I wrote about it, I was like, like Danielle Riendu wrote about it for Waypoint saying like, oh, it's like this kind of like set of short films almost like a short film festival. And I totally get that. And I wrote about it from the perspective of like, kind of like what you're saying like the mechanics of it the how you interact with it is so integral to the story like it feels more important because of what you're doing with the pad mm-hmm. you're doing, like the swing for instance that could just be yep. like nothing but you're, you're you know pushing right back and like like as if you're swinging your legs and it's a really simple motion but it just puts you on the spot a lot more and again you with feel the, very involved with the fish and, nice. yeah yeah it's, it's that it's that involvement which just adds to the immersion and i think i think giant sparrow did a great job and i mean that would be almost up there was Zelda for me in terms of what I'm going to take away at the end of this year and what what if someone said to me like oh what should I play that's new that go mm. and play that like if you've I feel got like it hasn't hours, got enough recognition as well like I've heard, spoken to so many people yeah. about it and they've been like oh no I haven't even heard of it I think people maybe got the 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 gist that it was like I hate the term but you know that was it was like a walking simulator thing. <gasps> yeah which I'm gets such a bad rep there. I'm sorry for going there but you know it like it's a uh, you know because rapture kind of split people right and I yep. think ever since every, every everyone's gone to everybody's gone to the rapture people have been kind of like in two minds about that stuff like people who love that game or fucking hated it and i kind of fall well i'm more towards the love side of it i found that game really unsettling and spooky and weird it was like you know almost doctor who in a way like a good doctor who episode um, <laughs> or like but, a premonition yeah yeah creepy but um yeah i, I agree edith finch definitely something um, people should check out completely different kettle of fish altogether although weirdly to both games do have fish quite prominently <laughs> where are you going um, near automata excellent if you, if you get ending K ending K is the fish ending we got ending K I haven't played it oh you haven't played it okay. I'm so sorry um, oh, you, well, should. You, you chose it Carl, yeah. as one of yours and, and I I must admit I, despite my constant 
nagging at the back of my brain to say like just fucking get on with it i, ha- I haven't found time to get back on with it and well it came- when it came out i loved it and i and i would t- i will totally get back to this game I I, I'm, I'm amazed with its staying power to be honest because it came out at a time when zelda was out there was horizon was around, out yeah. like it, it came out at the most inopportune time for us uh, like effectively i mean it's not a new ip but like mm. Who gives a shit about but the original Nier? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like it, it has. It's got obviously so much more recognition than the original Nier did. Yeah, and Drakengard. I mean, forget about it over here. Right? Like, I mean, <laughs> well, you don't know about Drakengard. What you don't know about the story that even leads into shut up. Right? This has got fucking androids on the moon or in a satellite on the moon, and they're fucking killing other androids. And by the way, she's barely got any clothes on. That's, mm. uh, that's the selling point, right? One hundred percent. I love that you're just like, yes, 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 it is. I, 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 you know, I know the kind of people that yeah, exactly. play this game. But it, it, <laughs> again, like Near Automata, kind of plays with uh, the established conventions of the genre as well. Like these. Like, what kind of genre is it we should probably say it's like, it's well, like action it, it, RPG action, basically yeah. more action kind of. than RPG well it's platinum made so yeah you know, so if you yeah like it, I guess it's like Bayonetta light yes. mechanically on top of a square RPG framework perfect yeah go. like it could, because RPG, yeah. yes uh, gameplay wise Bayonetta is a better action game mm. but that's not to that's not to disregard Nier Automata. Like it no. is a terrific action game where like you you can I, I feel like you can go into it and just button mash the shit out of it. Mm. And you will still get a level of enjoyment out of it as someone who is trying to play it quote unquote yeah. properly. Uh, well, but they, it, ha- they have a mode in it where you can kind of not mess around with the hard fights at all. Yes. Like, I, yeah. I haven't turned it on. I have no idea what it works like, but I remember seeing the game a preview and they're like, oh, there is an easy mode, but we're not going to tell you about it yet. And apparently it's just like, it basically makes all the fights pointless. <laughs> I think I think you just got to like press a button, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you just like the story basically. Yeah. yeah. And and like there, there is a story. It's absolutely mental. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's, it's a story on top of a story on top of a story, right? As mm-hmm. well, like, because you play the same story a few times. Well, that's, to, that's yeah. it's, it's kind of shtick is that I remember the first, I, I was playing it for through, I don't know, three or four hours. And basically I had, I had to go to a certain area to meet a character. I went the wrong way by mistake. And then I think the screen faded to black. And then a little, dia- a little dialogue box came up, what? said like, oh, what's her name? 2B. 2B left the place, never to return, whatever. Da, da, da. I was like, what? What? And I that's an ending. Yeah. That was an yeah. ending. I was oh like, my God. Okay. There's 20, 26 endings, I think. One for every letter yeah, of the yeah, alphabet. One, oh my God. Exactly, yeah. What ending was that? I just can't remember, but it, it, it was it was so... Ending S for C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. It, it was so kind of... It, I, I suppose it, it showed me what this game is capable mm. of and the idea that you can... Like, I, I think there is a meta game to trying trying to get all of the endings yeah. of the game and trying to figure out how you can basically so learn, linear, learn the whole then. It's alphabet. Like you can't really explore. I mean, it's, it's got the, mean, quite a large explorable space, but yeah, the actual and there are, story yeah, there are side missions. Like, go here, go here, go here. They're side missions, but they they don't repeat, do they? Like if you, if you do no. most of the side missions under your first playthrough and you come back to the second playthrough as, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, but you know, as someone else, yep. the, the side missions are dealt with like because you there's three playable characters in the end don't they like i know 2b is kind of like the face of it but well you only have to look at the box art there's one two three people on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're not even people but you know 
I mean, they are. They're, they're, I mean, robots, but for some reason they look like humans. Look but you like know, people. it's like yeah, um, they weigh a lot more than people. Though, I was, you know, someone pointed out the stats. Like you know, if you if you were really into those characters and wanted to imagine wow. yourself with them, you would break break every bone in your body if you put two B on top. Mm. But um, <laughs> I, 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 cosplay. Like we've, been, we've spoken to Yokotaro a few times as well, who's the designer of it on Waypoint. We've had two interviews with him, and he's. He says some stuff about it. Um, what's he said? Like he's so he's intrigued by the mysteriousness of humans, and he also said, um, "I often think about how you can't find the reason to live if if there's nothing you can believe in." And I believe that we are blind to what we believe in. It's just getting quite philosophical. Is he okay? Very deep, okay. while also using massive swords and robots. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, he is a obviously he rocks up to interviews in his big head, yeah, uh, kind of mask <laughs> helmet thing. I mean. This game is probably the most visibility he's ever had, isn't it? Yeah, which, which is great for him, I think. And it's <laughs> it good. For, like I think it's good like for it. games as well because it shows, like, yo, there are like we know there are like kind of, for want of a better expression, these kind of maverick kind of alter like people out there mm-hmm. in games. But I guess that doesn't get reflected in like what's on sale at game or in H and V or wherever. Like the biggest. Oh, Assassin's they, Creed they, they have no idea. Yeah. Like the, your average person walking into the shop has no idea who Hideo Kojima is. Well, just, Kojima maybe, they have no like, idea where uh, any of their games he, are made he, most yeah, of the time. Be pushed. Like if you think yeah. about who like who amongst game developers could be on the cover of a games magazine? Like two people. Silence. Like Kojima <laughs> and Miyamoto, right? Yeah. Probably. Mm. And even that would be a push. Uh, Miyamoto was on the cover of Edge, I think, a couple of years ago. That's the last time I remember a fa- you know, a face that wasn't okay, yeah. a game being on the cover of a magazine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope the games like this, like, because like, it, it, it sold pretty well. I think. I think it. Did, I think it was like it was over a million. Yeah, it? I think it's done all right, and I think that's really good for. I think obviously it's good for Platinum in a year where they've lost Scalebound, which yep. they were making for Xbox um, to have something here. And I don't know what else they've got on the cards right now. Um, Platinum. They they were kind of teasing. Obviously, they've put out Bayonetta and Vanquish on PC. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see Bayonetta come back at some point. I think they've, switch, they've switch. said switch. they're they've yeah. said they're thinking about it. Yeah. Apparently, it, it seems silly to sit on what's quite obviously your best known action brand mm. at a time where people are like going, "Please, Platinum, we like that. Give us that. Less Star Fox, more Lady <laughs> whose hair is her outfit." <laughs> yeah, um, Star Fox. I know some people really really, love, really, really love that Star Fox game, but that that's obviously not this year. Little Nightmares, Sam. Oh my god! Moving on. Oh my um, god! Little Nightmares is a game that I tried to get into and, and really crashed off of quite hard. I didn't oh get way. into it. Yeah, I just found the, the the kind of like the layout of the levels of like the kind of little platforms and the areas you could walk on really annoying for the controls. It wasn't just a simple left right. You had to watch out. Then you're running and jumping and missing, and it's just like oh, I can't be fucking ass with this anymore. But like you're talking about games that come out at a bad time. That's like the end of April. So there's yeah another one that got lost. Then. Yeah, maybe a little bit lost in in the mix. Um, why is Little Nightmares on your list of things you really like? Tell us a little bit about that. I love games like uh, Inside Limbo, and it's got that same sort of tense, slightly terrifying atmosphere. I mean, I played it in the office with headphones on. People kept making me jump, which didn't really help. because it's got this amazing, like, creepy, twisted nursery rhyme soundtrack, mm-hmm. which just really drills into your core sort of childhood and mixes stuff up well yeah but like you know like (laughs) you know all of the nose oh my god (laughs) it just takes everything that you loved about your childhood and twists it like i didn't realize that i had anything to do with like fear of leeches until i played this game and now i'm terrified of them yeah (laughs) i saw stand by me at a young age so i'm not a major fan of leeches yeah Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm so old that, you know, when I got ill, they just put them on you. Oh. <laughs> so, no, you're not. You know, go down the GP. I've got a headache, doctor. Yeah. Just, just bend that. Just, just, yeah, just part your forehead. And yeah. Suck some, your brain out. Put some leech. leeches on that. You'll be absolutely fine. Broken my arm, doctor. We'll, get, we'll deal with that swelling. No worries. <laughs> It's, um, yeah, it's also a game that's like full of surprises as well. Like you have no idea where the narrative is going. You don't know what this little. I mean, mechanically, girl... it's like a dark puzzle platform. Yeah, you know, yeah, a la limbo, a la yeah, side scrolly yeah. type yeah. stuff. But it's it's the story. Like in terms of gameplay, it's not innovating in any way or form. You're not mm. going to be like, oh, this is amazing. Like they're doing so much with the. <laughs> I don't know controls and shit yeah. but it is controls about and shit. controls and shit I, I, the I controls do and shit meeting yeah. in, in little nightmares development pretty brief what do these buttons do well that one grabs shit that one jumps brilliant that'll work yeah like it's, work. yeah, it's the same old stuff but it's it's just the way that the story really mm. fucks you up and you can't use... talk too much about the story obviously because yeah. spoilers but mm. yeah, I mean I I've you just seen want to the, monster, the monstrous people who are in oh, it. Oh. It's got some great animation in it as well. I must say, like some of the stuff I've seen, like watching ahead as we all do, I'm sure. Like even though I fell off that game, I'm like I'm still curious about it. So yeah. I've watched some stuff. I'm like, dude, that looks amazing. It just gets so weird. Some of it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Really dark kind of timber. Any kind of stuff. Going yeah, but like on times there, like, a million in terms of like fear out. factor. Yeah. Um, and the I found long... out um, today belatedly because this was announced a few weeks ago that um someone's going to make a tv show out of it oh god yeah, <laughs> yeah. completely <laughs> yeah, yeah me too because I mean, we knew about the witcher right netflix yeah, Witcher yeah. And stuff. but apparently um, awesome. i haven't written down the studio or anything but um this game little nightmares which again reviewed quite high quite well it's got an 84 out of 100 for xbox um, there are some negative reviews in there um but yeah apparently someone wants to make a tv show out of it so there you go. Just, Double up on nightmares. Oh my God, scar myself for life. Um, slight, something slightly sweeter maybe that I haven't played because I haven't an Android phone user. Uh, Monument Valley 2. <gasps> yeah, I did, this is one I've been meaning to play ever since it was like surprise, uh, Dreamcast announced. Or was Dreamcast or Saturn? I'm mixing up my... I just dropped it. Hey, this is out. Which one, which one was that? Was it Saturn or Dreamcast? Oh yeah, that kind of like, no, it it's out now. Uh, when they when they did that on was it the Apple keynote or something yeah, like that? Like, yeah, just totally surprise announcement, which was frustrating. So I was like, oh my god, I have to play it as soon as possible. Yeah. See, I wanted to do that, and then I've got I've still got an old iPad, but it's really full, and I was like, it's probably not going to run very well. <laughs> you can delete I've things. Got like an, I've got like an iPad too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll like even work on that. Right. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I can barely run Twitter on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I try and you like, can forget check, about emails. Check my mentions, and it says no. <laughs> so, um, so I haven't done it yet but I mean I loved the original Monument Valley um, I, it's made by us two who are actually based really really close to where the vice office is just over the road really um, so I've been in there a few times I've spoken to them for various pieces I think I did a piece like kind of deconstructing the first game or like kind of you know after the event like looking back on it for Kotaku a few years ago because that the original Monument Valley is actually a few years ago now, isn't it? 2014 maybe yeah 2015 um, 14 I don't think them. I was full time here then um, but they, you know one BAFTA and stuff one one won an apple design award so it what, is beautiful it was gorgeous gorgeous mm. obviously architectural kind of puzzle game where you're moving stuff around it's very mc escher painting yeah really really nice to just exist in like my 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 oldest son who obviously wasn't that old when that, that game came out he adored it just like messing oh, really? around there he wouldn't call it um monument valley he just called it ida and the crows ida oh, and the crows um, you, there's a very <laughs> smallest story in that you know that you are ida the princess blah 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 and you, when you finish that game all the crows change color and they all fly away that's mm-hmm. the first one anyway yeah so I'm not yeah 
What's the se- what's this second one about the second in one, loose terms? Because it's yeah, it's much more about the story in this one. Yeah, like it's right. still very much the same gameplay. There are some um, slight tweaks and the way that the levels evolve slightly differently. So it, there are some gameplay surprises, but it's just again like Little Nightmares. I'm a sucker for a story, mm. but this one's about like. Uh, a mother and a daughter and about okay. like the struggles of parenthood and the relationship between mother and daughter oh, yeah. so it's it's quite deep and there's this one moment where you're playing as a little girl and it's raining and there's this beautiful piano music I just sat there in my room going oh gosh I don't even have a child and I'm like getting really emotional <laughs> you don't have really, a child but I was a child what, once what kind of yeah emotion? was that was that like a protectiveness of that child or was it like a broodiness or what was yeah that? I think it was just like a, everything like you know when you're a kid and you suddenly feel like oh I'm really small and everybody else is really big and they know what they're doing and you just feel really alone. Every Maybe... day. Oh, yeah, yeah, still to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around I mean, tall now. But... <laughs> it was just that. But like obviously with the pathetic fallacy and false force and just the music swelling and like, I mean, the Monument orig- Valley soundtrack yeah. from the original it's is like lovely. my go-to yeah. calming It's like It's like thing. Minecraft music for me, right? It's the, it's the, I need something to just exist around me as I concentrate on something else. But yeah. that's actually really nice. And if I tune into it, I like it still, not just yeah. some fucking pointless... <laughs> Lift know. music. Yeah, yeah, not some music. <laughs> like, so much ambient music, quote-unquote, is bullshit. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, in terms of games that got it right, Monument Valley, definitely. It's very yeah. great. Yeah, Monument Valley 2 is even better. But, oh, I, nice. yeah, again, I can't. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but, yeah. like, don't be put off by the £5 price tag. It's absolutely that, worth it. That in itself is a kind of argument, or like, 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 like an obstacle. A premium product. I just don't understand. Oh. Like, when the App Store launched, stuff cost that much money. Yeah. Like stuff was four ninety nine, five ninety nine. But people, it, over the years, people have learned that it's either free or at a push, it's ninety nine p. Like that. Yeah. That's kind of that's the threshold, which is wrong. Of course, it's wrong because uh, like four, the, the original nine doesn't get you a pint around the yeah, corner from exactly. Here. The original Monument Valley going... was about that when it came out, wasn't it? Yeah, Give or take, yeah, or four, four yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like you go to the cinema and you get two hours for like what fifteen quid nowadays what, if you live in knows? London. Yeah, yeah, a lot um, and this is five pounds for two hours of pure bliss. There you go, and it stick rewards that on you. The box. It like, doesn't yeah. have a box, but, but you know, stick it on the. The, the reviews app, page, yeah. Thing. yeah. The, the reviews page. Is it coming to other things? Like, I think it's a timed exclusive. Android, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, they, Apple are like mine mm-hmm. for now. Oh, of course, and you know they are the the big dogs. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I think they rare. suffered very badly from piracy on Android with the Did original they? Monument Valley. So they're probably trying to <laughs> reap back some money. Yeah. From this you, one. Do, you do do hear a lot of mobile developers saying that though that on Android, like it's either they don't release on Android or when they do, they. Uh, they're, they have the successes. knowledge that it's going to be yeah. pirated based. So they, they're, they're you know, maximizing their profitability by going iOS first, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. Trying to, trying to Good for them. They deserve that. to make more games, so give them some oh, money. Oh, Monument Valley is beautiful. And I, and I even liked Us 2's little VR game. Uh, um, oh, I haven't played that. Oh, what's was it the Land's, Land's or, End, I think yeah. it was called. Yeah. I might be mixing that up. But a little, just a little VR puzzle game. I think it was for a Samsung Galaxy, possibly. Oh, um, that's pretty, why I haven't played it. Focused, aren't they? I went, I went into the office to play. I haven't got the compatible thing, but um, yeah. that was good. Um, ooh, imagine us going into offices to play. Yeah, video crazy. Games. Who knew that was bad? Never do job. that. Um, Colm, tell me about Prey, because talking about games that I crashed against and didn't go back to, I Prey, hate was, Prey. Prey was one of them. You hate Prey. I really don't like it. That's strong. So this is the arcane remake, reboot, reimagine, reimagining. Yes. The reimagining. Of Prey. That mm-hmm. came out in May, May the 5th, yeah. yeah. Um, again, reviewed pretty strongly. Um, I kind of, I probably played about 
eight hours of it mm-hmm. across previews and then getting it home. And I just went, I've done all this before. It doesn't feel exciting. What what kept you engaged? <laughs> well, <laughs> the fact that I had to review it, ah, um, right. but as I well as that, it it did it did well, something en- must have resonated. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it it did engage me. Like the, I'm a big fan of tension in in games. Not so much like jump scares and horror games. Like horror games don't really interest me, but just the. Like the mimic, I think, in Prey is one of the best baddies in a long time. And yes, I know it is the face hugger, 100%. But the face hugger, if the face hugger could also transform into a into desk a, tidy. Exactly. And makes yeah. you distrust a, everything you uh, ever see. A shoehorn. <laughs> oh, imagine that. You're just getting out of your space suit. Boom. Like, oh, Morgan. Oh, you had a nice day, Morgan. That's pretty. I've been on my feet all day. Let me just ease that off. <laughs> oh, my God. And there's actually your shoe is actually a mimic as well. You've your been there all day. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Your oh. friend turns into a mimic. Uh, yeah, it, it's that kind of like... I never lost that tension. I right. always w- went into yeah. a room fucking shitting a brick that say, something was going to jump in my face. When I, when I played it with headphones, the sound design in it is pretty oh. good because it's always like making you go like, what the hell was that? Like there's a clanging, there's just these scrapes and <laughs> kind of it, uh, yeah, it, nastiness it, around you kind of all the time. It, it is that kind of scraping... Uh, screeching sound that you hear when a mimic jumps out but uh, as a like well, even when I say talk about tension because the game is trying to tell you that everything is a mimic sometimes you you mightn't see one for 10-15 minutes and, it, and it's just but still I'm so on edge yeah. and so kind of freaked out like I I, I, I I just really enjoyed the openness of it as well like I know as you say Mike uh, we have seen it with uh, Arcane's previous games, Dishonored, things like that. Like, here is your goal, get to it however you want. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Uh, but it just, yeah, it resonated with me. I, I, I was quite it. impressed how it made recycling fun for like the first time. Yeah. Ever. Recycling <laughs> part of it I thought was quite good. Yeah, like, why am I picking up this used cigar, this banana skin, this lemon peel? <laughs> oh, because I can I'm gonna use make it a gun. to make glue mm. from my glue gun, which is great. Actually, which is the glue, as, like, exactly. The glue gun is fantastic. A it's a very good like, weapon. A, a weapon that also aids you in traversal, uh, in kind of puzzle solving. Yeah. Let you make snowmans out of dead bodies and Let's stuff. Make, it's yeah. Defensive <laughs> barriers. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Did it's you not a, get really annoyed by the amount of key codes and key passes and emails you had to go through to get anywhere though? Yeah, that, that's something that bugged me actually, just how much of that game was buried in fucking Oh, you made it here. Now you have to go all the way back again. Well, it was just like all the stuff mm. like... I. I'm kind of into that kind of alternate history kind of vibe stuff mm-hmm. that's got going on. I, I do quite like that. I like Wolfenstein right now. I'm loving yeah. the New Order playing that through before the new Colossus comes out. And like Prey hints at that so much at the start and there are bits of it that get that, but there's so much buried in the emails and A the lot of the, the like, oh. uh, JFK stuff. Yeah. Like you could play that game and not yeah, be aware of it all. The purpose of if it was until the very end and then it's like ha ha yeah, yeah. I mean, which, no spoilers but I know people who were pissed off about the end of that game uh, and, and it <laughs> again which seems to be a common thread in the games that I'm talking about I feel that it does fall away a little bit towards the end and a tad long in the tooth uh, and but, it takes so long to get going as well I'm just like I just want to find out what happened with the you family can't I just get into that bit now I just felt like there's a lot of side content actually keeping you from actually just finding out the story 
see, I, I, I really enjoyed the the opening section. Like that, that's what really grabbed me yeah. because I was like, this is fucking Bioshock in space, basically. It's almost like that was on a poster over here. Almost. <laughs> which it was, which I You're thought right, was, was really it, yeah. like reductive, if that's the right word. Like here is a new game, by the way. It's just like this other game you loved. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of like, imagine like, the next GTA coming out with like it's a bit like you know it's like, you like Watch Dogs, it's like Watch Dogs but better <laughs> I mean like, it's, it's crazy but like I mean on, on topic of like the Bioshock thing obviously it's made by Arcane they kind of see it as a spiritual sequel to the System Shock game yes, and I yeah. totally get that so why is this Prey and why isn't it like System Shock System Shock 3 so, mm. or whatever is it because like the Nobody publisher knows. I guess has because Bethesda isn't it yeah is it Bethesda yeah, yeah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah. Um, has the rights to pray, which I know has been kicking around for a while. There was a pray too that didn't happen. They is don't it, want to talk it about kind of like someone somewhere had an idea on the go, and it's like that could be pray. Like you wonder how these things come together. Like, we'll just we'll call it pray. It'll be fine. But did pray have these mimic things? But shut up, like <laughs> it's pray. But it's kind of like this system. Shut the fuck up, Arcane, and make our game, or you can't make any more dishonored. Fair enough. It, it is a stra- <laughs> it is a strange one. Yeah, why didn't they just I don't know call it just give it a new name, make yeah, it a new, yeah. make it a new series? I mean, it's not anything like the the original Prey, the probably, really, is it? apart from the fact it had guns that point forward. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's about and the because that that first Prey, Prey was thing. weird. See, I, I I never played the first Prey. Mystical I, stuff, um, but Prey, Prey quite divisive then actually. Um, yeah, Prey. Um, I'm not really again scored highly. Um, Injustice Two scored highly as well. And I'll skip on this one really quickly. Obviously, Injustice 2 is the follow-up to the first Injustice was Gods Among Us, Yep. Yeah. I think. So it's like, again, kind of alternate history, but alternate fictional history of DC characters. Superman's a baddie, but he's not really, but he kind of is. <laughs> he's killed someone. And spoilers, spoilers, But do you really spoilers. care? You just want to fight each other, right? And basically, it's superheroes fighting superheroes. And, and it's good it, looking. But it looks great. Oh, it looks great. So pretty. into the category that I'm enjoying right now. And I think... Marvel versus Capcom Infinite is going to be do this as well, of like just fucking batshit fighting game mm-hmm. stories. Like Injustice Two, I'm just playing it away, just going, "This is mad," <laughs> and like, and I don't even know who half these people are. And I'm like looking them up, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. Wait, shouldn't he be on his side? Doesn't matter." And and it, and it's quite, I find it quite easy to get into actually. Yeah, like, as, as a fighting game, like I'm useless at it. I wouldn't go online. I'd be destroyed. But <laughs> it's, it's quite fun. I, I think I think it's welcomes non-fighting game players mm. into the fold, really, with this kind of batshit story. Like, uh, uh, fighting games, no. Uh, like, NetherRealm have set a precedent. And and I suppose, um, what's the name? Tekken people. Uh, have set a precedent that, that, like, every fighting game, you need a story, no. Right. You need a batshit, insane story. It can't just be... Uh, Ryu flies to Brazil to face Blanca and then so on and so forth. Yeah. Like there, there needs to be some those more. Tickets. Like the original Street Fighter flight tickets. Ryanair, I don't know. They might have got him on the cheap. Who's putting him up? Does Ryu, is he like travel lodge level or is he like. Airbnb, I don't know. He's the secret travel journalist. He's getting everything for free. He is, isn't he? Fighting on the side. He's like, get pulling out articles in City AM and shortlist. He's that guy, isn't he? He's that guy. We all know a guy like that, right? We we all know people who get those sweet, sweet trips. There's a guy in his office who did a trip a little while ago. I was like, oh, was that just, was that work or pleasure? He's like, well, you know, 
<laughs> Free, some some writing paid for it. I was like, you little shit. <laughs> I, I need to get some of those gigs. I tell you, but um, Jamie, what's it? Yeah, I, but yeah, I, I think it's an accessible fighting game at a time where I think if it was just like you know, here is DC characters and it's in a fighting game, that wouldn't do it for me. But here's DC characters in a fighting game. Oh, and by the way, like there's this mad story going on, mm. and you're gonna have wonder woman and batman and superman the flash and even those guys you don't like so much they're going to be badass like green lantern in this game is quite badass <laughs> you know he's... and it's really accessible as well like we yeah. play it in the office most lunch times it's just like it doesn't matter if you're good or bad at fighting games you just you can make them do some cool shit yeah. yes yeah with, exactly without yeah. much prior knowledge of even prior knowledge of fighting games yeah i mean some of the moves like you know some of the moves you pull off in it are very street fiery very like kind of hold back charge kind of sweep around moves and that's fine we all kind of grew up with that so we kind of know that's going to do something yeah but also then, like I, I think the putting a little move list on the pause yeah. menu is such a simple small yeah. touch but Straight it really away. helps and a lot of the moves are kind of transferable between characters yeah. as well you know that if you do that one that's a range attack and it will probably be a range attack for someone else as well yeah like I think is it Supergirl or Superman one of them's got like this awesome move where you disappear off the screen and come back the other side Supergirl oh, so yeah. or something I'm like mm. that move man just spam that it's going to mess someone up and really annoy them as well just, just, stop just, it. Yeah. well you just do it a couple of times like ha ha and then of course they beat your ass down but, um, <laughs> I did enjoy that um, back to open worlds and back to column mm-hmm. I'm going to throw Horizon Zero Dawn at you which um, <laughs> at Bulleros Bulleros sorry person on Twitter uh, just wrote it's the best open world game I've played doesn't mention whether that's this year or ever it does have a good open world in Guerrilla Games's. PS4 exclusive Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> the official the, title. The, the official title. Horizon Zero Dawn, no comma. No, 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 sorry, colon. It definitely doesn't have a comma either. Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. You say it without taking a breath, without just a keep pause. keep on going. Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. But then surely the second Horizon Zero well, Dawn. They, well, they've got the, the expansion, haven't they? Horizon, Horizon Zero second Dawn, Dawn. Colon, the frozen what? Something. Yeah. North Wastes. Wastes? So, because yes. I'm under the impression that the series will be Horizon and Zero, like the Zero Dawn part will change uh, to Zero. And then it needed a, a colon the whole time. Well, yeah. <laughs> zero <laughs> Sun Up. <laughs> Horizon, shut the fuck zero, up. Zero, zero a bit dusk. late, we should go home. Like, <laughs> right, Horizon. Getting a bit late now. <laughs> yeah. Might just turn in. Um, I mean, a lot of people did put the colon in. It just infuriated me hell because I'm I'm that guy on Twitter. Like for fuck's sake, if you're on, like, I saw on your tweets. Massive website. <laughs> very make, cross, Mike. This happened again yesterday, or like by the time people hear this, a few days after we record it. Star Fox mm. is two words when you're writing about the Star Mini. Star Fox is two words. Now I understand the confusion. Star Wing, as it came out in the UK, <laughs> is one word. Nintendo fucking with us on this but I, I can't I can't abide that kind of sloppiness he's a fox in the stars in mm. games nice. journalism it's all about sloppiness in games journalism people Horizon spelled gorilla wrong gone. too right so yeah? people spelled gorilla games wrong too they, right? did. they did everyone spelled gorilla games wrong 18 yeah. R's and 4 L's and just all just, <laughs> just madness I'm sure like... one of them was definitely me at one point but, <laughs> yeah. but I think I think I mean, gorilla, in there. <laughs> gorilla did kill zone the kill zone series before this right mm. um, hadn't done uh, an open world RPG like you know it is the action RPGs it's Witcher right it's Witcher yep. very very Witcher I mean it, re- it was totally scratching that itch for me and um, I'm about 30 odd hours into Horizon I've, I've been enjoying those hours I haven't finished it yet so good um, but I will I will go back like, into it I, I don't think it's of Witcher level whatsoever mm. but it is uh, yeah I, st- I still very much enjoyed it like the, the part of Horizon Zero Dawn 
that I really enjoyed was the coming across a big, massive fuck off robot like and thunder, thunder thing, whatever that called. Thunder, thunder, thunder jaw, jaw. Yeah. and trying to take it down <laughs> with bow and arrows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shooting off its little canisters and yeah. like trying to that, that dodge roll over the way. Strategic dismemberment. That is good. yes. Like that's very you know binary domain or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and not being afraid to run space. away. Dead space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, like and Aloy as a character as well I think is very appealing like getting to know more about her story the people around her I can take them or leave them to be honest yeah much of a muchness I agree with that I I think for I think Aloy is a very strong Mm -hmm. new IP front person I suppose yes yeah yeah, yeah. and and, and, I'm and woo female lead just yeah woo female lead and, and, and a female lead who isn't like you know, in, I watched Wonder you can't Woman see recently, right? Like Wonder Woman, the movie should be a film <laughs> about Wonder Woman, but she was still like, "Help me, you know, help me, please!" There was I'm still a man playing the hero, oh like God. at one point. Don't even get me like, started on that on, film. Really? Why is that? Oh, fuck off! Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean, in Horizon, you know, it's very much like you know, you are a badass and you can do yep. things on your own terms. And she just shoots people down the whole time. Like yeah. depending on, I know you can make the sele- the choices. Like I was mega sassy. Her, I'm just like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me look at you also she's like what 16 or 17 yeah, in this exactly. game you pervy old dude yeah, she yeah, was yeah. a little baby at the beginning and like she's always exactly. gonna be a little you exactly. know but I, yeah I enjoyed the moment to moment stuff in that game is great and obviously it looks beautiful I mean it's very much a showcase for the PS Pro mm-hmm. uh, PS4 yeah. Pro um, and, uh, great actually, hair effects I, lovely I, hair we were talking about uh, towers earlier in Zelda yeah. the towers in Horizon oh, the best are towers. potentially the best towers in any video game ever <laughs> there's not many of them there's four quite or five or something. I think there's four, yeah, maybe, maybe. Climbing four. those giraffe things as yeah. well. Yeah, it's just cl- climbing massive giraffes. That it's climbing mobile towers. Really clever. Yeah, and with just that tiniest little bit, a bit like the Zelda towers. That tiniest little bit of like the puzzle element to it. Like, how yeah. do I get onto this thing? Looking around the landscape. Okay, that rock will get me that far, but then where do I go? Mm-hmm. And of course, all the time there's like these crocodile ones there and stuff as well. Like, okay, oh, so I've got to creep around, try not to piss them off, and like, yeah, just. Learning that map, learning that world is really almost up there with Zelda in terms of like just just getting the lay of the land and the variety across that map. And again, it's a game with a really good map screen. Like I love the detail <laughs> on that map where you can look, you can kind of gaze into it once you part the fog and go, "There's got to be something there." Mm-hmm. If you think this is their first open world game, yeah. like yeah. the second one's going to be amazing. I know this is Gorilla kind of like finding its feet in this genre. Then then. I, Great I think they've done spectacularly well, and, and and funnily enough, we've just we talked about Arms earlier on, which is only only out like last week or week week before. Horizon Zero Dawn was on sale that week, and it outsold Arms. Mm-hmm. Wow. So like as the older game, like so people are still coming to Horizon now. Like it wasn't like it was down to like thirty quid. It wasn't like some massive yeah. fire sale or something. Um, I think that will keep finding people across the year and. Good, well, well and done. And it's kind of yeah. Sony's big game for the rest of this year in terms yeah, of the DLC. Kind of. I was yeah. listening to some. Well, Uncharted, I suppose. Uncharted is. Yeah, which is another kind of, of a DLC, it, though. What someone say? Someone described it as expand alone to me recently. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, like, I like that. And that's kind expand of. Is that what Frozen Wastes is as well? Is that kind of a separate yeah. thing? I think that was the story, I think. Is that. I thought that that was DLC, though. What yes. Is that, the uh, frozen. frozen. Oh, I think it's DLC, but I don't know whether it connects to the story. Right, yeah, yeah. The Lost Uncharted Lost Legacy is it's it's like a Left Behind thing, isn't it? Where it's yeah. part of the Uncharted thing, but it's it's essentially Uncharted Four DLC, isn't it? But it's its own game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, you can, but you don't have to I own guess like the Uncharted Four either. Chapters, maybe mm-hmm. that, that kind of is a good, a good parallel there. But yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't know what Sony's really got in terms of big first party stuff this year. They're still like obviously betting the farm on God of War and yeah. Days Gone, which I don't think looks that amazing. I can't, I can't stop looking at Days Gone and just waiting for them to say, by the way, it's Last of Us World. Like, it's in the same world. Like once yeah. they do that, just I mean, zoom like, old and jawling earlier yeah. in the corner. Like, yeah. like, Hi guys. Like, <laughs> and I was reading uh, there was some kind of Twitter thread going recently, and I, I posted that up, and people were like, "Well, yeah, if you look at." what the developer's history are. Where is that being made? Like Ben? Like ben, ben, who, yeah. d- who did uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. Yeah, there's some kind of like, because Uncharted and the, the Last of Us worlds kind of cross over a bit. There's Easter eggs mm-hmm. in those, isn't there? And, well, it's just like the Sons of Anarchy cross with The Walking Dead. Yeah. That is that game. Yeah. No, that's all right. I hope there's something more to that game that I haven't seen yet. Because when Why it was, is it when called it... Deacon St. John? St. Whatever you know, say is that. that yeah. Did, did, is it, yeah, it's Deacon, Deacon St. John, because Deacon John was the queen bassist. So he just had a little, <laughs> little saint. Cheeky little there. saint, yeah. No, we've got to be careful here, guys, yeah. <laughs> Old rock music will come yeah. for us. Um, we like to rise in. D- Colm, you have to tell me about Detention, because this came out at the start of the year. Yep. This is probably the last one we'll focus on in, in detail. That we, uh, but but you, want, you want to mention, tell me about Detention. What the hell is Detention? Detention is a horror game where you play as two school kids uh, and their school basically just goes to shit and you have to try and figure out why. And it's Is this it, some kind of like comment on the next five years of Tory government? What, what, that's what exactly this? what it is, yeah. They were well <laughs> ahead like, of the curve. It's like Japanese or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's uh, Taiwanese. Taiwanese. Uh, and it's, it kind of pulls on old Taiwanese kind of stories and things like that. Um, and it's, what I would equate it to is, do you remember Lone Survivor at all? Which was a game. Yeah, yeah vaguely. It was, a, that was the pixely one, the, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper, oh, yeah. proper like, pixely 2D horror game. Like surgical masks and you have to go yes, out and find stuff. exactly. Yeah. Which, on the surface, didn't look scary. Yeah. But again, it was the sound design and the, cre- the scrawling and the creepiness of it all that was actually quite unsettling. And that's what detention is. It has this art style that's kind of I don't know really it's it's, it's, it's not not pix- this isn't pixelated, no it's not it's not it's not pixelated but it's kind of drawn okay. like it's got like kind of hand hand, hand feel, hand drawn feel kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Uh, which again is like you come across these very. I suppose they're almost comical, these kind of bad these baddies mm. which will kill you. But it's but in the <laughs> they're moment funny. they're not. <laughs> but but in the moment they're not. In the moment they are quite scary and quite uh, it's when you put everything together, like the screen will kind of flash a little bit and the yeah, you'll get the kind of sound and the scrawling yeah. and things like that. And it's basically it's all set in the school where you have to kind of open doors and f- solve this puzzle and that puzzle and it's not it's never overly taxing uh it doesn't like it, it's not gonna really test your brain power uh which i think is for i i think that that's, that that's actually the better way uh to go with for something like this because i think sometimes horror games can get they they can lose their impact when they become a little bit too tough. Like yeah. for me, PT is an example of that. Where um, do you remember the eye bit in PT? 
I couldn't fucking figure that uh, out. Do you remember? But there was a part basically in PT where the room went all red and you right. had to do something. And I was like, this isn't scary well, so anymore. Very, I was shitting myself yeah. a while ago. No, no, I'm not. Uh, detention kind of doesn't really fall into that because it isn't, it's never, it's never overly difficult. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it really, it frightened the living shit out of me. Like it really did. <laughs> like it was probably about, I really don't want to play it. It was probably about, three hours long and it probably took me three or four days like I just I couldn't continue playing it I just yeah. I'm just remembering remembering this now really scared me uh, I, I, I <laughs> you could, do look genuinely terrified still your body is visibly tense yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it, it was just a game that kind of came out there was zero fanfare and it's the of the year as well so it's not a lot around. I have to say, right? I yeah. haven't even heard about it. So yeah, yeah that's what we're here, that's what we're here for. So. <laughs> it, it really, uh, like again, towards the end, it's kind of it's fine. It, it loses its luster a little bit towards the end, uh, but it, there's some really creepy, really unsettling uh, things in this game. Like in the same way that the mimics will jump out at you which will then have you on edge for 10 minutes, expecting everything else to jump out, jump out at you. Detention will do similar. It will put in one jump scare to kind of have you on edge. And no, 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 nothing, nothing might happen for the next half an hour. But when you open every single door, you're freaking out. Oh my God. It's really... That sounds horrendous. <laughs> It's really good. I'm terrible with horror games. Like, yeah, me too. So, See, so I, I am too, but it's... I, I, I'm terrible with a an outlast mm. that's just constant, like, God, always going to jump, jump scares. Yeah. But when it's kind of... I'm not so fast about jump scares, but it's the tension thing. Like, right. That's, okay. that's, that's why Alien Isolation did for me. I couldn't go all the way through it. Oh, I was just like, fuck. I can't. I, I know it's there. And it's coming for you. I'm done. And PT was kind of the same. I never never worked out the end of PT, even though there's a ton of guides about it. I'm like, mm. no. Like, <laughs> I just saw that weird thing in the sink and I was like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, like, oh, the funniest um, thing was when I... Weird, to just gave, thing. Yeah, yeah, I was like, nope, I'm not, gave this is not for me. Gave the controller to my wife for PT. <laughs> and it's like, what do I do here then? Just, just have a mooch about the house. Oh, I've gone around once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then like, what's her name? Just showed up. And, I've, and I, you know, you see like people jump. Genuinely, like, the pad just went like four feet into the air. I was like, Slow-mo. Shit. Like, yeah. Grab that. Like, Why did you do that for? Why didn't you tell me? I was like, well, I didn't know when she was going to arrive. Like, you know, I had no idea when she was going to, what triggers it? Like, you know, sorry. Um, on my list as well. Um, but yeah, detention sounds like something people should check out. Is that that's just PC though? I think yes, no, I nothing think so, on yeah. console or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also had like Resident Evil Seven written down here. Resident Evil Seven. Sorry, I know some people don't like when it's abbreviated to Resident, <laughs> um, which obviously is something you could play all the way through in VR. Did, it, did any of us try playing the whole thing in VR? I played some of it in VR. It's very I played good. Some of it in yeah, VR. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I think it's a good sign that you know devs can make a whole like a like a longish. About ten hours. Sony it? was surprised about how successful it was, so yeah. it's definitely a good sign it's for good, VR to come, which seems to have dwindled VR lately. Plan, yeah, um, that's only succeeded in VR, where I don't think Farpoint really did so much. A bit, bit more, yeah, a bit more wrote that, but never mind. Uh, Rhyme, which I wasn't really oh, into. Like, uh, you loved it, nah? It's, it's, it's it too, actually it's, made it's me like cry. A tri- it's a tribute act, isn't it? What? It's a tribute act. Isn't it? Oh my gosh, I found it like it. so. You, you loved it, but yeah. I, I, get, I get, I totally get. A lot of the appeal, it looks lovely and it's got a beautiful aesthetic and the music's very nice. Did you finish it? Yeah. Okay. And I just, and the end, by the end, I was just like, 
Right, yeah. I mean, I did kind of get a whiff of that. Like, But you get to like about... Because there's basically five stages, right? Yeah. So from the fourth stage onwards, you're like, right, I've got this. Mm-hmm. I've got yeah. this metaphor yeah. sussed. And then it like just puts it so on the nose at the end. I'm like, that's just, it's so Did you blunt. get it? Did you it's get so it? Blunt. I actually I had went, tears down my face. Really? Yeah. I don't know See, why. I think I'm somewhere between the two of you. I, I liked it. Uh, I didn't it, dislike it. Like, especially... It wasn't what I was hoping. I played it a rest. And a little little preview of it rest. I was like, I really like this guy. And I was talking to one of the guys from Tequila Works. Obviously, they make it in Madrid. I was like, I really like this. It's really good. Like, I'm really excited about this. And I played the whole thing. I was like, I'm not excited about it. <laughs> little fox friend, though. Little fox friend. Little fox friend. Yeah, but as soon as you see them, that, you're like, yeah, you're not making it the distance, are you? <laughs> um, uh, spoiler. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, come on. <laughs> We're used to this guy. Just, oh, God, yeah, like I don't care. But people get so angry about it, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, that, that, a bit of a mixed reception again it, you know the metacritic is quite high and uh, another game that got a bit of a mixed reception was thimbleweed park i really liked it but i like you know ron gilbert stuff mm. um nice to see him back um they just added in fact if people were apparently people got stuck with it i guess people who didn't because it's a point and click kind of mystery kind of puzzle game yeah. and people were getting a bit annoyed and they didn't know what to do next so they've added a hint line Aww. which i love and so what they've done is like there are phones in Thimble in the in the setting. So like if you want a tip of what to do, you've got to phone a number. <gasps> Fuck in oh, the game. School. So it's like a hint line That's in amazing. the game. Oh my which gosh. is fantastic. I really like that way it's implemented. So it's not like you press a button and like, oh yo, this is what you do. Like, you know, you, do you ring to, someone. You know, you don't spend like so X amount of coins on getting a tip. It's just like you have to walk to a phone or find a phone and ring the hotline. <laughs> which I, is so old school. So of course Monkey Island yeah. and stuff used to have that. And so I really I like that. Um, but I, I thought there was like a kind of an easy mode. There that... is an easy mode as well, which I haven't I haven't played it on that mode. I've yeah. played it on the I, like what the grown up what, one. The, what the people said like well like, I played Monkey Island and Maniac Mansion and uh, never played Full Throttle actually Grim Fandango and stuff like that then, <gasps> Grim Fandango so I thought I'd have a fair mm-hmm. I haven't actually finished it but it, I really really like it and I it's one of those games that like if it wasn't on my Xbox and I could take it with me like on the movie it was on a Switch or on a Vita I would be playing that right, yeah. I'd, I'd have finished that twice over by is now is it coming out on Switch? I have no idea if it's coming to anything else dear Mr. Developer dear can we have um, it, Terrible Toy Box is the name of the That's company the um, I, would, I would love it if it was I mean like, I mean, the Vita is dead unfortunately but it's such a good it would be such a cool Vita game I want everything on the Switch now though that's uh, just yeah, what my life yeah, has to be become fair, to be fair the Switch would probably be a more financially sensible move <laughs> um, it depends where Nintendo Nintendo are quite um, good with indies right now as well so or you nin- never know what they call them? Nin- 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 indies like really annoys um, me yeah. <laughs> and you might have noticed we haven't talked at all where we mentioned Mario Kart 8 but like Mario Kart 8 Shovel Knight is obviously on Switch which is great Thumper on Switch is great Bayonetta Vanquish on PC is great Yakuza 0 came out that's amazing Persona 5 Persona 5 that's amazing but they're not games of this year I don't I'm a stickler for that too I'm a stickler for like no no this came out before Persona 5 and Yakuza 0 you could argue because like that's their first western releases and 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 by all means you can tweet us and tell us we're dickheads but (laughs) basically I've only got so much time (laughs) and also Yakuza 0 and Persona 5 are games I put at least 20 hours each into but don't feel confident about really talking much about. They're like 100 plus because, jobbies on And I like, like Persona 4, one of my favorite games. Like really, really enjoyed it. Persona 5, really, really enjoying it. But just stuff gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And Yakuza 0 as well. <laughs> Beautiful game. So much fun to be had in that. But yeah, just haven't been back to it for a while. So I didn't want didn't to get into it. There's so um, many games this year. It's insane. It's, I think it's been a genuinely great six months. Like, yeah, yeah I, big I, same, yeah. I, I don't know when I've last 
been sat here at the midpoint with so like I mean Zelda is in another class. Yeah. But there's so much in that like tier just below that for me that it's just awesome. Like what are you looking forward to for the next well, six months? Well, I was just going to ask you. Like, oh, is, there any, is there anything that's coming out in the next six months that we know about that you think... I mean, like, what from the last six months is that your absolute standouts? Mine's Zelda. Colin, what would you say? Uh, probably Edith Finch, Edith I Finch. think. Yeah. Or maybe Nier Automata. There's no yeah. pure standouts. I, I would say, because I've put so much into Zelda, like properly, like 100, 120, 125 hours mm-hmm. or so. Like, and there's a reason for that. You know, we've got to got to think there's a reason, a reason to keep coming back to it long after that kind of coverage cycle has yeah. ended. And, and the portability helps, but Edith Finch for me would be right up there as well. I, that really surprised me and I'm, I would encourage anyone with three hours in their afternoon. To, and it's, like <laughs> it's a Sunday hour, afternoon job. Yeah. Something. Like, like, it's, so it's an amazing game. Sam? Yeah, Zelda and Horizon, I think. Zelda and Horizon. And a little bit of Finchy. And a little Finch. Yeah, Horizon <laughs> is right up there as well. Um, is there anything in the next six months that we know about maybe Uncharted, but probably more likely the Marios of this world that's coming out that you think might dislodge what your favourite of the year is so far? For me, um, Wolfenstein, probably. I was, I was good, Wolfenstein is coming out the same day as Mario Odyssey. That is. It's and <laughs> the same day as Assassin's Creed. That's Risky it, yeah. day. Which is October 20, 27th. Which one's going to get delayed? Let's put our best Which on now. Which is going to get delayed. <laughs> Unfortunately, out of all of them, it would probably be New Colossus, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. and I'm... So, that's... Not because it's this, not ready, but because like, whoa, we're don't not, need to get we're out of the way. Because like, yeah. do you take on Mario and Assassin's yeah. Creed? I'm, I'm not sure if you do. Again, it's not a sandwich you want to be the filling post for. Post E3, what games were people talking about? Mario and, 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 and Wolfenstein. And, yeah. and going back to, I said going back to, I picked up um, The New Order like two years ago. Like not when it first came out, a little bit after that. Only just started playing it a few weeks ago. I'm like, shit, why did I sit on this? This is awesome. I, I remember like one of my favorite shooters I've ever played. I remember when it came out and it was one of those situations where I had to be outright told by someone that like, no, play this game. Yeah. Fucking sit down and give it a few hours and see if you enjoy it. You will and then you'll want to play the entirety. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, oh, I adore the new order. It's, it's still in, it's in my PS4 now. Like, so when I turn it on, I'm like, I'm going to play half an hour of that. Yeah. Like, like, between finishing, if I'm working at home, like I finish work, I don't know, half seven, eight o'clock or something, kids, like go see the kids, good night, come back downstairs. I'm thinking nine o'clock, cut off point, I'm going to sit and chill out and watch TV with the wife. But I'll just try and get some of that in there. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing yeah. now. So. <laughs> Which usually means playing, she's like, I want to watch Pole Dark. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Paul? Are you not Polo? a fan? Shit, that is. Um, <laughs> not yeah, not anyway, a fan. That and the ham. Uh, to be fair, the Handmaid's Tale is really good, but God, that's bleak. You've been watching I need, that? No, I need to watch it. Sunday evenings. So man. much TV as well. Sunday evenings. It's like, hey, you got work tomorrow. Do you want to feel more depressed? Here's the <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Right, it's bleak. It's, it's, it's really good, but it's so bleak. Um, where can people find my lovely guests on the internet, on the Twitter, or anything if they want to follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Colum underscore O'Hearn, which I feel like I should spell. So it's C O L M underscore, which is just a little line. A H E R N. Thank you. Or at where can people find your words? Or your face? You can find my words in my face on videogamer.com. And if I could be so bold to promote the other things that I do as well. Oh, well, you're here now. Whilst we are, what it's not ongoing at the minute because the season is over, I do a football podcast called The Football Huddle that you can find on thefootballhuddle.com. And also, I do a food podcast. Really? Called, yes, where we rank all the foods are that you, there have ever been. you trying to be like a one-man vice operation? They, that's 100%. We've got sports, we've got food. 
It makes me really hungry now. Sports today, actually. About Southampton, because I'm a Southampton fan. Yeah. Vice Sports interviewed me about Southampton. Really? Wow. Isn't that weird? Well, about the departure of Claude Puel? Or... Uh, well, just about how the club is run in general. So, really? hey, listeners, look out for that on Vice Sports UK, I guess. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's good sign. Good football coverage. Uh, Sam, <laughs> you're on the Twitter as well. I I'm on this. the Twitters. I'm Apache Rose 3. So, yeah. What's that a reference to? You rib me every time for I know. this. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. Back ah. in the day. It's a reference to... Red, there um, is no worse band, Rose right? Peacock. There's no worse band. Oh, okay. like way back in the day, they were really good. They were never really yes, good. Yes, they Sam. were. No, They're still in my top I, three. I, I'm I mean, with you, Sam. I'm with you. Yes. I, I, I really like them. You're never coming on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the era <laughs> this is my third of time, guys. Californication, yeah. by the way, yes. era. I was like well on Mate. board. Look, now not so much. I bought but, Blood yeah. Sugar Sex Magic when I was a little tiny boy, mm-hmm. or a little <laughs> eleven or twelve year old boy, <laughs> because we all had it and. I liked Aeroplane when that came out. You know, mm. Pleasure Spike with Pain is my Aeroplane. That's when um, Navarro was in the band for that yep. brief period, you know, because um, of all the drugs and the other people and stuff. But yeah, mm. no, no, terrible band. So sure, you, should be, sure. you should be ashamed, Sam. I'm really not though, um, so it's okay. Although God. I do get a lot of like Native American people tweeting me and I feel really bad that I should change it. But <laughs> I've got the blue tick now, so I'm stuck. No, you, <laughs> <laughs> no going back once no. you're verified. I think that's the problem yeah. with like, you know, all those kind of crazy right wingers. Like they want to change their ways but they're verified now. <laughs> like Katie Stop. Hopkins is like, I, 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 I don't I have really to keep this music. She I've totally gotta, does. I've got to keep it up. If only, oh. if only she would fall down a very deep hole. Um, a long and walk of a short period. Fandom as well. Yeah, fandom.com. Um, we have videos with my face in them also, which wow. is terrifying. And um, uh, yeah, do that, please. Do, do all that. Come, but also come, come to us. Waypoint just to speak over you. No, go ahead. I mean, you'll do that because, so. you know, you are listening to the Waypoint UK podcast, which is fortnightly. Uh, so the next one will be um, live on this internet of ours on July 13th. Uh, you can come to the site itself at waypoint.vice.com where we put all of our good stuff. That's all the podcasts, all the video. I just hit the microphone. Apologies. Um, we're on Facebook at Waypoint Vice. We're on Twitter at Waypoint. Listen to our other podcasts. Uh, watch our stuff on YouTube. Unfortunately, my face is on that now. Woo, Been your doing, face. Doing some, just this week, you will have seen me, if you're that unfortunate, talking about Bayonetta 2. Mm. I watched Bayonetta that. It was very good. You haven't because it's not on the internet. Oh. Yet. What did I oh. remember? I did. I did. I did Awkward. what I remember me the other day. Yeah, um, that was it. Yeah. yeah, I saw your little face. <laughs> I done it, I done yeah, yeah sure, that was the one. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I saw they you both. Were they about... are both video games. Yeah. I can understand the confusion. I'm very tired. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell, Sam's never coming back. Uh... <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.